Motlick and Associates presents WSB in depth. You have heard WSB's Veronica Waters covering the Fonnie Willis disqualification case from the very first. They're back in court this afternoon, Ronnie. And after our somewhat uh, tawdry interlude, it's back to the main question of the conflict of interest. You would think, based on what we've seen in recent weeks, that the real crux of this issue is when DA Fonnie Willis and Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade had a romance. But in legal terms, the existence of that romance is actually irrelevant. Nothing wrong with a pair of prosecutors being a couple. The judge has made clear here, though, that disqualification would come based on a conflict of interest or the appearance of a conflict of interest. And that is why the defense wants so badly to have somebody credible say on the record that Nathan Wade and D.A. Fonnie Willis became a couple before November 1st, 2021. Keep in mind, the defense threw everything but the kitchen sink at this misconduct motion. And Judge McAfee tossed aside almost all of it. The only thing he's looking for is whether there's any actual evidence that Willis benefited financially from her relationship with Wade. Remember, they are alleging that uh, Willis hired her lover to help prosecute this big case so that she could turn around and get some free trips. Also remember that both of them said she paid her half of her travel tickets. They roughly split their expenses when they were on these uh, trips and that she did it with cash she regularly keeps. So much so that it was actually a bone of contention in their relationship because Wade said he wanted to actually treat her, but she insisted on paying her fair share. Now, the defense wants the judge to believe that that is absolutely implausible. The state is going to point out there's no evidence to the contrary. How can you prove she didn't pay him back? And how can you prove that even if she didn't, the money Wade used to pay his credit card bills, because these were trips on credit cards, that the money he used to pay his credit card bills didn't come from the 40 or the 50 percent, depending on what year we're talking about, the 40 or the 50 percent of the funds he earned outside the work he's doing for the state. He was already making, according to his divorce filings, $14,000 a month. So is it impossible to believe that a guy making that kind of money can't put $3,000 trips here and there on his credit cards and pay them off? It's a maybe a hard road to hoe. But is the doubt enough to create the appearance of a conflict? It might seem like a reach to get all the way there. But if the specter of impropriety is the goal, that's possibly a much lower bar. Any idea when we might get a decision? Chandler Judge McAfee does not let grass grow under his feet when it comes to making rulings. But there is going to be a lot to consider between arguments for maybe half a dozen defense attorneys, plus arguments from the state, plus whatever briefs they submit. So it kind of would be a surprise to see him rule from the bench on Friday afternoon. Each lawyer is going to get 15 minutes to argue. The judge made clear he doesn't want to hear them going over the same points ad nauseum. So they're going to have to organize who tackles what. And at this point, that cell phone data that the Donald Trump defense team had analyzed is not going to be part of what is considered. Each side is going to get to make a proffer. That's basically why they think it is or isn't relevant. And if the defense makes a good case that that data has value. Judge McAfee says he will reopen the evidence and put it in there. One o'clock this afternoon, uh, Veronica, for that hearing, and you will cover it for us. Thank you very much.